Oh, right, hello. Shut up, Donny! You done, Donny? I can wait all night, Donny. <laughs> we good? <laughs> good, right. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 18, I think, of the Sonic Show's Opinion Zone. It's a bit of a strange episode today, there's a whole cast change up as people couldn't be asked to show up and all that sort of fun. <laughs> but, we do have two regulars here. We have the wonderful and delightful Fuad. Hello. We have the waste of space Donny. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Good, thank you. We have a variety of guests as well today and to hopefully give us some enlightenment on our theme of topic. Firstly, I would like to introduce the wonderful regular John O'D. Um, we also have, um, very much an expert on conventions, we have Kevin. Hello. Hello. Kevin <laughs> of Last Minute Continue and, of course, the Sonic Boom commentaries. And talking of Boom commentaries, um, we have another member. We have the lovely cat. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um... So there's a whole bunch of people here today and we are here to discuss something that most people in the community have either been to or want to go to or keep sending me messages asking me when we're going to do another one. It's Sonic Conventions, which I don't want to you know, brag, but I'm pretty sure that we in the UK started the whole concept. Not conventions, obviously. They No, no conventions at all. But, you know... Every Sonic convention is down to us, indirectly, and um, we really deserve royalties, but never mind. Um, everyone here has been to a convention of some kind, except for Donnie, who just ends up staying awake for like nine hours and commentating on them. We haven't had Sonic, uh, Summer of Sonic for quite a while, and people keep wondering if it's going to come back next year. Who knows? Nobody knows. Sega probably don't know themselves. And um, <laughs> there's been a lot of talk recently about Sonic Boom and how that's hopefully going to be back for 2016. And everyone got super excited because someone posted a reply to a Facebook message saying, we might do one next year, maybe. Which apparently is a basically a confirmation. And um, we have uh, John O'D, yourself. You run a convention every year. Well, well, well it's an annual convention, isn't it? Um, it is an annual convention now. Um, the original one, unfortunately... Um Claire or Rurifu, our founder, isn't here to actually sort of talk about it. But yeah, the um, event which we both run started off in 2014, um, Western Supersonic. And it basically just started off as a very, very small thing in a little village hall. And then it kind of grew. And then we had our event in 2015, and everybody really enjoyed that and loved it. And then, um, yeah, we're getting ready for 2016, and it's going really, really well. I'm pleased to hear. And I'm going to be there, hopefully. Yes? You're invited. Yay! Confirmed! <laughs> <laughs> Way to put him on the spot. <laughs> Where's my ticket? Um, what, you mean you didn't, you didn't back the Kickstarter, Jamie? No, actually, Jamie did back the Kickstarter. Yes, I well, did. Well, he is, then of course he's going. Um, so, conventions, especially Sonic ones, um, you specifically, Kev, you were there right from the beginning of Summer of Sonic. Um, you had a major impact and influence on that and how mm. that turned out. How important do you think these sort of things are? I mean, do you think they're a necessity for the community? I don't think they're a necessity, necessarily. They certainly but, enrich the community, though, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they enrich, they, they strengthen bonds that between the company, the brand and the fans in a way that online just can't do. 
there's, I mean, it, it, the precursor to Summer of Sonic was really all the various community events that, uh, Jamie, you yourself were a part of mm-hmm. uh, on, on a couple of occasions, whereby um, back in the days when I was at Sega and we had community events when there was a new game coming out and we had various fans like people come in um, along with specialist press so uh, if it was a Mario Sonic game there would be the various fan sites represented there but there would also be the likes of Nintendo um, Nintendo Life and and others like that but it's only through meeting up with people in real life that the online bonds are, are, are really truly formed it was only when we had those events but fans that only really sort of had a sort of nodding maybe a sort of nodding appreciation of each other maybe a uh, a sense of uh, a familiarity or you know some degree of friendship but that was really solidified and it was meeting uh, meeting each other discussing face to face in and outside of the event um, and it was it was through those initially that the community which at the, which at the time was quite fractured actually there was a lot of mistrust and all these fan sites didn't really want to do anything with each other and it was very much sort of walls up battle lines drawn in case anyone ever did anything but that went away and everyone sort of became friends so it was through things like that and as a result it, it's the same on an individual basis um, that you actually have these uh, these individuals that can you know, make new friends in, in a way that they may not necessarily do so online. It's quite interesting because I think that's the interesting compared to, let's say, Summer of Sonic, um, Western Supersonic, and something like Sonic Boom in America, where over here, especially with the Summer of Sonic in comparison to Boom, it's very much organized and run by people from the community whereas you have in boom it's very much a hundred percent a sega operation there is that i mean you you've mentioned those three conventions and you do have like the three stages there because as as you say um western supersonic is all fans samba sonic is in partnership fans and fans and sega and sonic boom is Sega, um, with the exception of the very, very first one, actually, where some of the retro guys were collared to assist, um, but they had no—they had no say in the planning of it or anything like that. It was still—it was still a PR event, really. Um, yes. More by name. Yeah, I suppose. Um... Just from having watched all the live streams of Sonic Boom in the states and seeing the pictures of the videos Sonic Boom does sort of strike me less as a convention it's almost more of a concert in a way but does that kind of make any sense or no I could see that like it wasn't a lot of uh, fan interaction it was just a lot of like having guests show up for stuff that's not to say that there wasn't any fan interaction because of course they had things like the cosplay contest and things like that of course but um yeah it did feel very much we're saying we're going to put on a show for you. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing. And of course just... not. That's not a bad thing at all. Sonic Boom is more professional, like more on a professional target than, say, Summer Sonic or Western Supersonic or, you know, the mm-hmm. Sega Bits Fan Jam, etc. Um, I and but they still do maintain that sense of socializing and and having okay. a good time. Just not on the scale that I think other conventions do it. But that's not to say that. You know, Sonic Boom doesn't try. Oh, of course not. Sorry, Danny. Um, I I would say, going off of that, that people always went to Summer of Sonic, not just for Sonic, but pretty much to see the people that they've met at previous Summer of Sonics. Mm -hmm. Whereas I don't think people went to Boom to meet people at Boom. I think people went to Boom to go to Sonic Boom. And that's the that's probably the key social difference there in that SummerSlam was much more of a social event. The nature of the United States of America and the scale of it 
um, mm. and they, you know, they'd one on one coast, one on the other coast, and stuff. So it's not like some. If I, if I was in like New York, I wouldn't be able to go to the ones at the opposite end unless I forked out, you know, on a plane and stuff. So whereas the UK is a lot, we're convenient in the sense that it's a lot easier to get to wherever it is. It's America's a difficult thing to do. <laughs> that no, that that's a solid point. So, Donny, you've never, I mean, you don't really, you don't do this on conventions, but you have comment, you've done a commentary on um, Summer of Sonic, you've done commentary on Western Supersonic, um, I'd like to confirm, if I'm assuming I am doing a stream for the next one, that Donny will be returning for that, um, but what is it like to watch as an outsider then? It's, it's, I think it's unique because you see a lot of things that you normally might not see because you're so focused on, you know, at the floor, you're focused on uh, getting to where you need to go and, you know, seeing if you can find people that you know. And <clears throat> in my case, I can see, like, everything happening all at once because the stream camera is nice and wide and you can see the entire venue floor. Sometimes the camera will pan back and forth and you can see what's Sometimes. going on in the back and... You get to see everything up on the stage, so you know what's happening there, and it, it, it's quite a unique perspective that you can see all this happening all at once, and you can see the various antics, you know, like that that uh, supersonic cosplayer, <laughs> that was something else, but, uh, yes. What I like and, about the online stuff is it feels, because there's quite a few people who watch them, and it feels like almost a whole separate event in itself like a whole second convention that all these people in this chat room and all these random things happen like when people do interact with the camera and stuff or Kevin comes around and starts talking at you in the microphone and stuff that people <laughs> who are actually there don't get to experience so it's like a whole separate additional event which I quite yeah like. yeah it, it's it's an entirely different thing on its in its own and and I really love being able to you know, interact with the people in the chat because I'm just like them where they're just watching the convention, admiring everything that's going on, and, you know, I'm talking to them directly, letting them know what's going on, and passing on the word, you know, to the staff there about what's going on with the music, because one thing I don't think people quite realized is that I was actually passing word on uh, to, to uh, Simon Forever Sonic, who was at, uh, handling uh, the DJ booth at Western Supersonic, and um, I was relaying him songs that people wanted to hear in the chat. And he would end up playing. Yeah, he was ending, He was uh, playing them later on. That is really cool. I will. I don't think even um, Claire knows about that. So that's really cool. Thanks for letting me know about that. Yeah, he was actually uh, letting me know, and you know, hey, you know, is there any other requests that the chat want to hear? And I'll list him like a few songs, and he'll be like, okay, it'll, he'll, uh, this song will play after this song, and then that song will play after this, and he only, he only stopped because he got so many requests that he couldn't keep up. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, no, you do a wonderful job, Johnny. Yes, Western Supersonic 2016 mm. at the Grand PR. Yes. What can you tell us? What you're allowed to tell us? Why should people want to go, other than me being there? <laughs> <laughs> well, how that you're going there is kind of why most why we had such a big turnout last year i hope you realize that it's we the first have bullet to point, share that it? with you yeah i'm sorry but yeah um, the thing we absolutely loved about western supersonic was we just got people together and we just kind of uh, this is really this is really weird because i hadn't prepared for this at all but um <laughs> it was just really cool just to watch people sort of just get together on this horrible day in the middle of January you know when this sort of seaside resort would have been just completely deserted and just get together and have a good time and just play some games and just enjoy it I don't know if that if that appeals to anybody else but me but I, I think, think it appeals that's... to a lot of people mm -hmm. I think it's the, the there's reason a reason why, why a lot of people came along I would like to think because um, I think there were people who did travel from as far as Glasgow to actually come down and see us, which we were absolutely shocked by. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was just really, really cool. Do people have any interesting or fun convention memories from any Sonic event or any Sonic convention <laughs> they may have had? Because I know I've got one from. I wanted to ask that. I, I wanted I to ask that like this whole time, but yeah. I imagine most of Kevin's convention are memories are around heart attacks. <laughs> um. 
Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, it was only 2011 where I actually ended the thing being happy with it. Uh, I mean, in terms of, I mean, in terms of good stories. I mean, um, Izuka grabbing me on the stairs at um, SOS 11 and uh, speaking in English because he can. <laughs> if you ever hear Azuka speak speak, uh, speak Japanese or just even speak Japanese, he can speak English. He just doesn't like to. In, in case some, in case he makes a mistake and people pounce on it because the Sonic community. Um, <laughs> but he said that he said that it, it was a fantastic show and um, he was a bit upset actually because he really wanted to come because he was doing lots of interviews and stuff upstairs and he really wanted to come down onto the floor. More and then um, Nakasan as well. Both wanted to come down and really mingle with the fans more, um, and like go and see the things and the artist tables and stuff. Um, he, he, he thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, and it, it was very notable that he said he actually very specifically said that this was this is much better than Sonic Boom, which was like wow. Oh. Yeah, that was like okay, so. That's 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 the thing done by like the brand team, and that's the fan thing. And he thought that it was a much better um, component. Um, so that was that was good. Um, uh, I guess I guess the only other one that was absolutely ridiculous was the the issue on the last one, where uh, I was just doing the ending of Rex Factor. And everything was fine. And I was like, okay, you can win this prize. And I was down with turbos at the DJ booth. And there was like a... And Sega couldn't get the prize in time. So instead, they, they, they gave me a laminated card with basically a picture of a PS3 on it or something. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> so they could organize a laminated picture of a PS3, but they couldn't organize a PS3. Um, so I reached down and I reached down to get it. And I was, at the time, I was wearing these terrible knockoff Converse All-Star <laughs> shoes from Primark. Nice. So nice. I only bought because they were Lovely. cheap and red and it looked like Sonic shoes and thought, well, why the heck not? <laughs> and I was wearing these things. I didn't, it was like the first time I was wearing them. And I leant down and my heel caught on the back of my jeans. Oh, no. Oh, the put out. And I, so I'm, I'm talking, I'm on the stage and I've got a, I've got a thing in front of me, luckily. And I'm, I'm, I'm on the mic talking to people and it just hit the back, hit the back of my heel and there was a, sort of, a small tug, I felt. And then this sort of. <laughs> oh no! On and, the stage! And I sort of, if you look on the video, I, I don't even freeze. I'm well aware of what's just happened and I'll stay there and I pick up the thing and I'm continuing on as normal. And, and but after that moment, I don't move from that position. <laughs> I want to I mean, so these, like, these were cheap jeans as well. I mean, so it was kind of expected. But it was like till the, it was my jeans tore from my crotch oh. down to the back of my calf. Oh, oh my god! Ow! What was oh. I had a backup for everything except. I proceed to do the thing, and, and uh, again, you can probably see it on the video. Which is the, is the, the, the Turbo? So I don't. Looks, I don't remember uh, any of this. No, Turbo looks at me like like what's wrong, and I just <laughs> I just sort of took take the finger in my and put it in the hole, just like pull the apart, just so he could see how big it get. And he just sort of opened his mouth and went. Gosh, that's awful. It continues from there, though, because I've got to be on stage. Mm-hmm. And luckily, one of the people who actually always wanted to, always always came along to Summer of Sonic when, it was actually my mum, a huge, huge Summer of Sonic fan. She's been like, she been like free, I think. In the she just came in and, sort of, and stuck around. And um, I just sort of waved at her frantically afterwards, and I basically sent her out to try and get some jeans 
to get freaking something. And she came back with a load of safety pins because that was all she could get. Oh. So I then spend the rest of Summer of Sonic um, with basically safety pins holding everything together in my jeans from... Oh, man. I got about, I got about 10 around the crotch area. That, that's just destroyed, which is great, you know, for somebody on stage. And just, and just a variety around there. Which is great until it comes to the end, and I thought I, I think I've made it to somehow through this through this nightmare. <laughs> as but over the course of the day, everything's like come apart and, and bent and twisted because only living safety pins. Oh, no. <laughs> and by the end of by the end of it, it's like oh yeah, emotional emotional goodbye and and, and hey whatever. And, and now Jim Snoy is gonna play us out and, oh, and stuff no. so it comes on we've only got Jin Snoy because I don't know I can't, I can't remember what Johnny Jr. was doing um, and then uh, so Jin starts cranking up for Live and Learn and I love Live and Learn I love to Live and Learn I don't anymore um, and Jin and I'm sort of turning off and, and Jin goes you sing uh, <laughs> oh my well, god three, get... three seconds three seconds before before like the first word lyrics most start I have three seconds to, to, to... <laughs> oh my god I want to get off the stage Holy because, god. Because I have no idea this, the lifetime expectancy of these safety pins is pretty much destroyed at this point in time and because because there are so many around because there are so many around my <laughs> You know, around my hidden palace zone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay it's, 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 that's that area because you're walking around and, and moving and stuff. It's, it's 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 the area that suffered most. Oh no. And it was the area that would suffer more because all those pins had kind of half come undone. And it oh, said there was God. it said there was this twisted metal basically in sticking even. into my plums. Um, and now Jude wants me to work. sing. Heck, heck, have I got a chance of singing "Live and Learn"? I don't. I can't remember the words anyway. I'm slowly but surely having very forced acupuncture happen. <laughs> oh my god! In the worst place. Yeah, and I'm on stage with a thousand people in front of me expecting me to sing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my so yeah. Um, I don't like Live and Learn anymore as a song now. I can't stand it. I actually, actually can't, I can't, I can't hear it. I can't, I can't stand to hear it. But uh, it, it's a memory that will last for, for a lifetime. And Truly. Yeah, it was, I had, it was painful. I had no idea that whole time. Oh. You having a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, it wasn't a special wardrobe, but it was a special wardrobe function as an absolute disaster. <laughs> a wardrobe catastrophe. I've got a few stories from my time the day before Summer of Sonic when everybody was setting up um, it was actually I believe it was Jun's birthday was it Jun's birthday that day or was it the day before I can't tell can't remember he was set it was near it was around that it was around mm. Jun's birthday and um, Kerry Kerry Rizzo who was um, a representative at Sega at the time had actually arranged a big birthday cake to be bought out for him and so he bought, he bought, so she bought it out, and Jim blew the candles, and the cake was cut, and he took a break. Um, he started his slice of cake, and then he went off to start doing his, doing his practice and doing his sound checks. Right. My sound man Chris hadn't had a slice of his cake, so he just picked up the first slice that he can find. It turns out that um, the slice of cake that my sound man Chris picked up was actually Jun's slice, and he ate it. Oh no! I can't actually remember whether or not Jim was actually looking for his cake afterwards, but if he didn't, <laughs> he wouldn't be able to find it. <laughs> but in um, in Chris's own words, he said it felt it feels like I kissed him. <laughs> <laughs> well then, that escalated quickly. That's funny. I think the thing I'm well, I've had a. Most of my memories from Summer of Sonic involve people on Twitter asking me why the stream's not working, but... But why was the stream not working, Jamie? 
because we never asked about the internet at these conventions. Um, yes. Was this the year that you had to do your whole internet off of like your mobile 3G signal or something? No. That was 2009, and that was the year we turned up at the convention to be told that there was basically no internet, so I had to do a... How long is the conve- uh, summer of Sonic convention usually? How many hours? Uh, Ten hours. Yeah, ten till five. So I had to broadcast live on, I think it was Ustream back then, live Mm. for ten-ish hours on my my 3G dongle (laughs) and had to pay. It was (laughs) pay-as-you-go. Oh, my God. And I had to pay for that amount, the sheer amount of data... (laughs) And I remember numerous occasions throughout the day having to top it up. (laughs) I don't even want to ask how much that must have cost you. It was money. We do it because we love it. Yay! (laughs) Everyone has good stories. Summer Sonic is a wonderful thing. Um, It may come back one day. Who knows? Depends how how much people hate themselves to go through it again. Um, However, there is Western Supersonic, which is due this January 2016. Jono, if people want to find out more, if they may be interested in going, where should they go? The best place that you can go to look for information about Western Supersonic will be our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Western Supersonic, all one word. Fantastic. So make sure you check over there and find out more. Right, we're going to go for a quick break while Radio Sega tell you how awesome they are and why you should check them out. And when we come back, Donnie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> You're going to be defeated, maybe. <laughs> well, that's nothing new. Uh... <laughs> now, we will see you guys after this quick word from Radio Sega. Shut up, Donnie. <laughs> Radio Sega. The number one community radio, playing Sega music 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Want to request a track? Simply go to RadioSega.net and register for free. You'll get to choose from the thousands of Sega songs in our playlist. Need something more? Tune in every day for top quality live programming. From music to talk to specialist shows, we've got it all covered. Check out our full schedule by going to radiosega.net slash shows. Listen to us on your browser, mobile app, or preferred media player. Go to radiosega.net forward slash listen to find out how. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Hello everyone, we are back. This is Opinion Zone episode 18. And we've been talking about conventions, but now it's time to move on to my personal favourite part of the show. It's defeat, defeat, Donny, 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 Donny. Hello, Donny. Hi. It would be your most personal favourite segment, wouldn't it? <laughs> now, last time we had a misadventures themed quiz, and you didn't do very well, did you? <laughs> no, and uh, you upset someone. Let it you? Uh, very clear that he didn't really prove of it either. You'll be pleased to know, right in time for Defeat Donny, we have brought back Uncle Poxy! Yay! Yay! Uh, hey! You're just in time to get back to the newsroom. Hello. <laughs> oh, okay. I brought a bag this time, so we're fine. Cool. Yes, so, because Donny, what you don't realise is if you lose today, not only will you have to give up your reign as TSSZ News Anchor, again. But you will be forever banned from the Sonic Boom commentaries. <laughs> so, no, you haven't got to just win for Uncle Poxy because if you lose, he'll kick you. You have to win for your Boom commentary team. Before we can start the quiz, we have to go to Donnie's special newsroom, which calls travelling around the world in his secret location. Are we all ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Strap sounds on, so everybody. excited. Let's go on. over to the Defeat Donnie newsroom. <gasps> Yay! Right. I don't remember it being this cold in here. <laughs> um, we have 
Obviously, Donny. Otherwise, this whole segment is redundant. Hello, Donny. Hi, guys. How's it going? We have, in our co-panel thing, we have the wonderful Uncle Poxy. Hi. And in our studio audience, we have Kevin and Kat. Yay! Yay! This isn't blockbusters. (laughs) (laughs) Why have you brought us here? I thought I was coming in to see catchphrase. Today's contestant going up against Donnie actually sent us in an email. So I'm going to read the email first. Okay. I've been out of the Sonic loop from 2010 till now, so I don't know too much about recent Sonic or anything along those years. If you make that a theme, I'm willing to challenge Donnie. I think it'll be funny. I think it'd be a disaster for both of us. I think I'm not ready, so it'd be fun. Now, who sent that email? An idiot. An absolute idiot. I was going to say Jamie. (laughs) It was Fuan! What? Okay, I'm ready. So, is is Gabrielle here at least? (laughs) Gabrielle is on, on a break this week. She's having a little rest. She's she's got a vacation. She's off with her husband, tarting around the world. But we have we have another. Don't worry, we've got it all covered. Don't worry, Donny, it's fine. So today's theme for the quiz, because as we all know, Fuad has international things. Our quiz will be taking us around the world. Oh no! How wonderful. Are we? Are you taking me back to Czechoslovakia again? Yes. I'm just recycling all questions. <laughs> this is why you have faith in him today. <laughs> right. Question one. We are going to go skip flipping a coin, to- tossing a coin or coining a toss or whatever we do. Um, we're going to go straight to Donny. Hmm. Right. Are you ready for your first question? Here we go. Sonic Underground was certainly an interesting take on the Sonic canon, Donny. But can you tell me what TV station originally aired the show in Canada? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Out of all the ten stations that could potentially air the cartoon in Canada... (laughs) Um... I looked this up once too. This is, <laughs> um, <laughs> Cartoon Network. That's Let's... wrong, but screw. <laughs> Let's see, Donnie, if you're correct. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it was Teletoon, because apparently Canada has really odd name TV stations. Yep, Teletoon. Good times. So, sorry, Donnie. Oh. Fuad. <laughs> There's a dog supporting you somewhere in the background. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to let it down. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Sonic Adventure 2, Donny. No. Fuad. (laughs) (laughs) Sonic Adventure 2, Donny. Coming soon to Xbox One. I'd play Donny Edition. Will buy. Sonic Adventure 2 was a highlight for many fans. The perfect anniversary celebration. But what was the North American release date for this classic. Ooh, I remember battle. Was it 2000? Or no, for regular, it was for the original Sonic Adventure 2. What Adventure was the two. release date? I don't want a year, I want the date. June uh, 18th or 19th. I'm going to go with 19th. Let's see. You are correct. That oh, is correct. Oh, this is stressful. Donnie, <laughs> how do you do this every week? <laughs> um, we now need to see how we're doing. We know already because you how could you not be following the scores when you've only had two questions? But we're gonna ask anyway. Now Gabrielle is on holiday, so we're gonna ask what the scores are to the glamorous and wonderful Poxette. Poxette What are the scores so far? Hello, Jamie. Well, so far we have Tony with no points. He's a fucking stupid lung. <laughs> and the most handsome fool is one point. 
He also is one step closer to winning my heart. I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was certainly a thing, right? <laughs> I was not expecting that. Pox, Poxet, you need to give me advance warning when you, what, what voice you're going to be. When you open <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> What's Jamie? We, we spoke on the phone a couple days ago and you wanted to see me personally and buy me dinner and go drinks. Okay. Right, um, Poxet, right? you, you, you speak when spoken to, Poxet. Right. Be quiet. <laughs> Time I for round. Just Grandma, sit down. Right. Time for round two. Now. I know both of you play every Sonic game ever. I know both of you listen to all the story. You follow the plot so closely. You can you can quote every line from every game. Oh. So what we're going to do is... <laughs> Go on. Um, so what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do is we're gonna play you a clip from a Sonic game, and you have to tell me which game that quote comes from. Now I'm not gonna play it backwards for a change because then it would be completely unaudible and it would be completely unfair. But rather than just play the clip straight out of the games, we are gonna have them read out in a variety of different accents. Oh my okay. god. Oh god. <laughs> My international Wait. things are awful. Using a very bad text to speech program. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So listen carefully, because some of it's not very audible or intelligible. <laughs> right. Here we go. I've done it backwards. Johnny. Hi. You're first. Don't screw this up. Each question could get you two points. I hope Poxet's listening. Because what you have to tell me is one. Which game did it come from? And two, what accent is it? Here is your first one. Tell me, what game are they quoting from? And in what accent? Listen very carefully, Donny. He loves to hear his own lips flap, but I got a hand to the eggster. This place is epic. Everyone and their brother will want to come here. <laughs> if you want to listen to that again, just let me know. Well, I know what game it's from, but the accent. Was that supposed to be an accent? Yeah. He loves to hear his own lips flap, but I got a hand to the eggster. This place is epic. Everyone and their brother will want to come here. The sad thing is I know exactly what that accent is. <laughs> so, Donnie. Uh, well, the game is from Sonic Colors, and the accent is Puerto Rican. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, any Puerto Ricans who are listening. <laughs> okay, let's check your first answer. Was it indeed it's not Puerto Ricans? So- I'd be worried about them. <laughs> Was it indeed Sonic Colors? Let's find out. Was it Puerto Rican? <laughs> who knows? Let's find out. Shit. No, it was Welsh, apparently. <laughs> It was Welsh. <laughs> Drill, isn't it? <laughs> right, Fuad. Yes. Here is your clip. Please tell me which game they are quoting from and... <laughs> the dog does hate me. What accent they are doing. <laughs> Listening. The seven emeralds are the servers. Chaos is power enriched by the heart. The controller serves to unify the chaos. The seven emeralds can change our thoughts into power. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh Sonic It's 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 Adventure or Adventure Two. Uh Who says the full thing? Do they both say it? Don't answer that. No one answer that. Uh, I'm gonna say Adventure One And for the accent Um The seven emeralds are the servers. Chaos is power enriched by the heart. Okay. Let's see if you're correct. Oh, no, it's not Australian. Damn it. Okay, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. To take your first answer. Was it Sonic Adventure 1? Was it Australian? 
No, it was My Scottish. What? Scottish! Damn it! I, <laughs> I was going to say oh, Scottish man. too. Which bit? Let me just play this bit back to you, and you tell me first which bit of this sounds Australian. The seven emeralds are the servers. Chaos <laughs> is power enriched by the heart. <laughs> Interesting, right? It's power. I heard heart instead of heart. <laughs> it's still better right. than Puerto Rican, to be fair. <laughs> it's still far away. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. still pretty yeah. geographically inaccurate. Donnie. We go back to you. Listen carefully, my love. <laughs> and tell me, which game is this quoted from and what accent is it being spoken in? I've headed up to here with robots and Eggman and all of it. <laughs> now, where's my money? <laughs> Wait, what now? <laughs> I've headed up to here with robots and Eggman and all of it. Now, where's my money? Ooh, it's Sonic Heroes... And I want to say that the accent is. Hmm. It is French. Well. Right, let's see if you're right. <laughs> Kevin, are you okay? <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> was it Sonic Heroes? It was Sonic Free Riders. And was it French? <laughs> no, oh it was Indian. <laughs> Once again, pretty we're both far bad away. at this. Can see why you would think it was Heroes, though, either. Fuad. Yes. Your last one. You ready? Not really, but let's do this. Let's do it anyway. Tell yeah. me, what is the accent and what game is being quoted in your clip? Let's have a listen. Let's take care of business first, shall we, Sonic? Hand over the Chaos Emerald slowly and then we'll talk about your girlfriend. That is if you really care for her. Oh my. Um, I think this is Sonic the favorite Adventure thing I've ever done. Two, but could I hear the clip one more time for the accent? Go on then. Because it's you. Let's take care of business first, shall we, Sonic? Hand over the Chaos Emerald slowly and then we'll talk about your girlfriend. That is if you really care for her. What the hell is even happening with these? I want to say Australian again. I think I know what accent that is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, Australia one more time. I'm sorry, Australians. Let's see if you're correct. So far, it doesn't bode well. Right. Was it Sonic Adventure 2? Uh. And was it Australian? Yes, it Whoa, was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, one of these days it'll be Australian. No. And it, I love, apparently in Australia, they can't say business. Business. Yeah, that's, that's what gave it off to me. I'm like, business. Let's take care of business first. <laughs> Beerusness. Beerusness. We're at the end of round two, which means we need to go to Uncle Poxet. Un Uncle po Wait, never mind. And, <laughs> and we will see. Uncle Poxet. Screw it, I like that name. What are the scores so far? Hello, Jamie. Well, <laughs> Donnie has now gone up and got one point. Well done, you wasteful pile of crap. And Fuad is going quite far just as much as his beanie reaches his forehead he has four points why couldn't Russian be one of the exes why can't Donnie get be smart because he's not be smart <laughs> grandma sit down please no I'm going I've got up to here with this note sit down sorry I can't control it sometimes why is your grandmother called uncle you really don't want to know she's from Thailand. Okay, alright, okay. <laughs> With a Russian accent. <laughs> she wasn't... She moved to Russia. Okay. We now she come to time. true or false. I'm going to ask you both three questions, and it's simple. Is it true or is it false? How hard can it be, Donnie? How hard can it be? <laughs> um... Medium with a such slight... such With a touch of hard or the easy, easy medium, challenging way. Well, you can barely finish that sentence, so here we go. Right. 
here we go. Donnie, here's your first set. Right. Donner, Sonic Riders Zero Gravity was called Sonic Riders Shooting Space Story in Japan. True or false? True. It's called Shooting Star Story. There is an attraction in Japan, Joyplus, um, Japan Joyplus, amazing Wikipedia, um, Joyplus, where guests must be quick to answer a variety of trivia. That attraction is called Sonic Brain Ranking. True or false? Uh, false. That is true. Right, and your last question. The Dreamcast had four different colours to its Swirl logo for different regions. True or false? True. Only officially had two. Do <laughs> add? Yes. It's all up for play. Who knows where this could go? Who knows? Who knows? Here are your three questions. Are you ready? Yes. Awesome. I'm pleased. <laughs> Sonic Unleashed has a different name in the in certain countries it was released in. True or false? True. Shadow the Hedgehog was banned briefly in Australia due to complaints to their ratings board that the game promoted gun violence to a child demographic. True. That is false. Oh, I totally could have seen it happening. For the initial design of Sonic the Hedgehog, Naoto Ashima claims that he just stuck Felix the Cat's head on the body of Mickey Mouse. He was surprised later that no one at Sega noticed. True or false? What? False? According huh. to an interview with him, that is true. Right. Let's go to Uncle Poxet from Thailand. <laughs> For the final scores and see Uncle Poxet, tell me what the final scores and who is our winner. Come on, come on. <laughs> Hello, Jimmy. I'd like to tell you that the final scores on the scarboard. <laughs> you sound Tony a bit Swedish. He is still. Dog, I will rip this from <laughs> it. I'm going to murder you if you do not shut your mouth. Tony has the one point still. He knows nothing. He should be fired. Fuad has taken my heart. He has five points, which makes him the winner. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, here's my jam. We have a winner! Fuad! Are you happy? You've you've act you have actually you're the first member of staff to defeat Donny. How do you feel? Yay! I oh, I feel pretty great. I'm normally the one cheering him on, so it's interesting being on the other side of this. Donny, you were I as as much as everyone makes fun of you, I think you're a worthy opponent. Cheers, buddy. Worthy? You beat him oh. by four. <laughs> Never mind, Donny. You may have a chance next time. We will see. I won't. Um, if you want to defeat Donnie, castle. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you want to defeat Donny, um, it's usually quite easy to do. So why not? Um, send us an email to the Sonic Show channel at gmail.com or send us a Facebook message. Our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash the Sonic Show. We're going to go very very quickly, and we're going to do a very abridged version of um, Ask Uncle Poxy. And then we'll be done for the day. Um, so we'll see you guys after this break while Donnie um, pleads um, with the Boom Commentaries crew to be allowed back onto their show. We'll see you guys very shortly. Radio Sega. The number one community radio playing Sega music 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Want to request a track? Simply go to RadioSega.net and register for free. You'll get to choose from the thousands of Sega songs in our playlist. Need something more? Tune in every day for top quality live programming. From music to talk to specialist shows, we've got it all covered. Check out our full schedule by going to RadioSega.net slash shows. Listen to us on your browser, mobile app, or preferred media player. Go to radiosega.net forward slash listen to find out how. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. 
Welcome back everyone, this is the last part of the Sonic Show's Opinions and this is a bumper super episode unless I've just gone to this edit with a hacksaw and removed huge chunks out. Um, we're here for the last part where we like to ring the Uncle Poxy hotline and read your emails to Uncle Poxy and see if we can offer help. Unfortunately, I think there's an issue with the Uncle Poxy helpline and um, I've tried ringing it today and every time I try to ring he says he's not going to be available to answer. Or if he is, it's going to be about half an hour later, unplanned. So, bye. So what we're going to do, let's ring the helpline and see who we get put through to and who's going to answer our questions today. Just one second. I'll go get my phone. Hello and welcome to the Ask Uncle Poxy helpline. Uncle Poxy can't take your call right now as he is a dick. Please wait and we will put you through to the Ask Uncle Kevy helpline. This poxy's serious. Um, <laughs> hi, hi there, Uncle Kevy. Um, I've I've rung to ask you some for some uh, ask for some advice. Ah, okay. Um, have you signed the NDA? Yes. Okay, you're you're aware that uh, you're not allowed to record anything for uh, broadcast at another time on pain of um, terrible forfeit. Of course, I would never do that. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Anyway, how may I help you today? Cool. Um, God, this is a bit intimidating. Right, I have three emails for you today, and I was wondering if you could give me some advice. Right, let's go for the first one. Dear Uncle Kevy, I need your help. Recently, I've done something I've never done before. In fact, looking at the effects, I never should have done it in the first place. I've started reading Sonic fan fiction. It started out alright, to tell the truth. I stumbled upon a fan fiction writer named Dark Shelby 101, who, to be honest, had some pretty decent fan fictions, but when I finished reading all of her fanfics, I found myself wanting more. I then went to the Sonic the Hedgehog category and read the first one on the page, and then the second, and then the fifth, then the first page, then the first four pages. I now find myself unable to pull myself away from them, even though I desperately want to. I haven't eaten or slept in two weeks because I've been glued to my computer screen. I find it extremely difficult to write this question as my brain is begging me to go back to the fanfics. What should I do about this? Um, okay, so you... You are overindulging in Sonic fanfiction. The, the, the problem isn't the fanfiction itself, but just the fact that the time uh, that is being uh, that is being eaten up. I think the best way to, if you're having problems getting time to actually take in food, perhaps the best way of actually going about this would be to print off your Sonic fan fiction that you would like to read, and then as you eat, as you read it page by page, eat that page. Eat. At least then you're getting something inside you. And, and I'm certain, it, and it's 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 full of, and I'm sure it's full of fiber, and depending upon the size, lemon and lime. Um, so uh, at least you'll get some kind of nutritional value. Um, depending upon the story, you might not get much in the way of reading material, but at least you'll have you something. Have there. You've been so, cycling as well. Um, to that reader, oh. that's what you need to do. You need to consume your fanfics. Absolutely, but do not uh, do not uh, worry about the fact that you would like reading. Is the more sensible answer. Next question. Hello, Uncle Kevy. I have something extremely important to ask you. Earlier this week, I went to my local GameStop. I needed to enlarge my amiibo collection by being uh, by buying everyone in stock. 
After purchasing my amiibos, my eyes drifted to an ancient artifact only heard of in fables and fairy tales, Sonic 06. Using what money I had left, I bought the game in hopes of discovering its secrets and values. After preparing my 360, I attempted to begin playing it when I realised something that is crucial to my research, which is why I'm sending this email. I need a way to play Sonic 06 without vomiting, breaking my controller, my Xbox 360, windows, a television, injuring others, burning my house down, going insane, shooting someone, or possibly shooting myself. Any advice? Sincerely yours, someone who wishes they were Batman but realises their dream will never come true. Um, your first mistake was going to GameStop. Um, additionally, if you're, if you're intent on enlarging your amiibo, um, I'm not quite sure that's the store that you necessarily need to go to. Uh, however, um, the best way to play Sonic 06 without any of those things happening is play Sonic Generations. So the solution to playing Sonic 06 without vomiting is to play Sonic Generation. Absolutely. At least you'll then get the most well-known level. That's very true. In, 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 a, in a medium which will uh, allow you to play it without uh, losing 80 to 100% of your hair. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> good point. Right. Shall I move on, on to the last question? This is actually addressed not only to you, Uncle Kevy, but everyone else at the Sonic show. Because I didn't mention this is a... There's numerous people on this phone call in my house. We all have different handsets right now. Um, Please insert 10 pence to continue call. God damn it, one second. Let me hit change. Here you go. I'm, I'm tripping in. Right, let's continue. Dear Uncle Kevy and the rest of the Sonic Show crew, I want to start by saying that I'm a big fan of the show and I always look forward to listening every week. A lot of I don't deal with liars. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an extra ten. <laughs> it's a lot of fun for me being a Sonic fan to be able to listen in and have a lot of fun hearing you guys talk about Sonic and various other things. I never really get to talk about it since none of my friends like the franchise and I usually feel kind of weird for liking it. But you guys and the show remind me that I can like whatever I want uh, to like and whatever makes me happy. But I do actually have a question that I would like some advice on if that's okay. In a couple of days, I'm starting my second year of college, and I'm on an art course. Art is my biggest passion, and I do really want to try and get an art-based career in the future. Problem is, I have severe social anxiety, and so far it's been holding me back from a lot of things, and even doing simple tasks is hard. I'm still struggling to find a job because of it. Long story short, I don't know if I should go to university and carry on studying art or not, it does really interest me, but I don't know if I can actually do it, and I'm just really stuck on what I should do. I hope you guys get this and read it, and thank you again for always brightening up my week. Um, and they also sent us an attachment of some Sonic art they did, which will nice. hopefully appear yeah. shortly. But yes, um, what should they do? Okay, as someone who has gone to university, and someone who probably wishes they didn't. With something like that, considering the amount of money that it costs, yeah, this is, you're getting a serious answer here. Considering the amount of money that it costs, okay, you need to have a really strong think about whether or not it's the best thing to do, because you are putting multiple years of your life aside to do this. Oh, you, you only should go and do it if you're absolutely confident that that you will be you will be comfortable with studying art for that long, and that you will enjoy it. There is no point in going there if you're not going to enjoy it. Okay. Um. Obviously, a university experience. If you do do that, try and live on campus. Uh, it's one of those things. You can obviously live live off campus or, you know, or uh, commute in, uh, but it's much better for you. Uh, and, um, 
I think it would be better for you from the friend's side of things if you actually live on campus because then you're in that situation where um, in a way you've got no choice but to make friends and then you and you contact and, and engage more and there's lots more obviously going on on the campus uh, it's also much better from an educational point of view as well so that's my suggestion but uh, if you if you are, if you end up thinking that you you desperately want to go and you know, that you're keen on doing that then go ahead and put everything that uh, you can into it uh, don't worry ed- ed- education is there for you Okay, you're not there to sort of uh, dot your cap to uh, to education. Okay, it's it's there to work for you. Yeah, I'm starting university on Monday. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm commuting in. Uh, I'm doing animation, which isn't exactly it's, it's a form of art. Um, but I do a lot of my stuff on the side anyway, so I can totally agree on. Kevin, it's like you need to make sure that it's something that you really want to do because I wasted an entire year at college studying business studies because I didn't know what I wanted to do and I managed to get pulled out halfway through and get thrown into graphics which uh, pretty much exploded my love for animation and now I have a plan so if this is 100% what you want to do then go for it, you know be full on confident with yourself and I can agree that like living on campus is a great thing on the friend side. Um, I've the reason I'm commuting is because I've got too many responsibilities here, and luckily the train station is like ten minutes from my house, and the building I go to on campus is um, five minutes from the train station. Not even that, like a two-minute cycle ride. Um, so that's like a, just a big streak of luck. Uh, but I'm pretty sure what you'll get out of it is not only a great experience, but also you know great qualifications and all that uh so yeah go for it but yeah what i'd say in regards to that is i kind of came from an artistic background myself i did i did film and i was very much in the same place in that i didn't like people and in a way i still don't really like people but in a way university kind of taught me how to deal with people and how to actually talk with people. I wouldn't be too worried about your social anxiety. In essence, you can almost let your art do the talking because if you've got confidence in your art and you've got a style that they love, then you can pretty much go anywhere with it. And I personally, I think having gone through university, that'll kind of galvanise you in sort of actually making, actually talking to people and actually talking to them on a level that you're confident with how to talk to somebody professionally about what it is you're doing final note then um we actually just saw your art and it is super awesome just wanted to say yes it's incredible again thank you uncle kevy it's been very interesting talking to you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, don't worry the uh the bill is in the mail oh great i'm sure you're very reasonably priced I'm sending you him. He's going to um, he's going to uh, take any necessary steps to acquire the funds that are required. Awesome, fantastic! Oh. I'm going to get you a lot of alcohol. Yes, I quite like that one. Right, ta-ta. I will now put the phone down. But thank you ever so much. Ooh, before I do put the phone down, um, guys, if you want to ask Uncle Boxy a question, um, he is usually here every week. Um, just send us an email to the Sonic Show channel at gmail.com or send us a message to facebook.com forward slash the Sonic Show and he will helpfully answer your questions. Remember, we can't prove they're real, so do what you want. Right. Um, that is actually today's show. <coughs> that is it. It's all over. It. It's all over. Oh my goodness. Um, I think I think it ran by so quick because we have so many awesome new people joining us. Yay. Thank you, guys. So, what have we learned today? We have learned that um, everyone loves a convention, except for Donnie, who never gets to go to one. He still loves them <laughs> in his own little way. We have learned that nobody on the Sonic Show team knows accents at all. And we have learned that if you have uh, anxieties and things, um, just think it through. If it's the right decision you'll know what to do. Now, I want to thank everybody who's joined us today. I will obviously thank Fua, Donnie, and Uncle Poxy, but I want to send a special thank you to John O'Dea. 
Thank you very much. Is there anywhere the internet can find you? Of course, you can find Western Supersonic, which is a convention that uh, Ruru and me put on at facebook.com forward slash Western Supersonic, and that's all one word. Um, Mr. Kevin, pleasure as always. Pleasure. We love you, darling. Um, Where can they find you? (laughs) Does it matter? (laughs) YouTube.com forward slash Sonic Rex, or you can also find him at last min continue that's correct isn't it uh on twitter yes yes wonderful and thank you ever so much cat my brain hurts and it's been a stressful day getting this show done um i would go so far to say my brain is dead so if you can all say goodbye guests not included unless they voluntarily want to if if everyone can say goodbye in their most zombie-like voice Go on, Donny. <laughs> um, goodbye. Exactly the same. <laughs> yes. oh, that, was, that was better. Uh, Living Elm's going to be that. <laughs> so that was yours? Okay. Brains. That's that's zombie for goodbye. Okay, Poxy. <laughs> oh me. Oh. Whoa. Uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> are you are you a zombie or did you just wake up? <laughs> Both. And I didn't have to do it because it's my show. I can't wait to edit this. I'm gonna cry. See you guys next week. <laughs> 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 